walking in a free world Keep on racking in the free world a lot of times I don't get the tie-in until like the last the last line. <laughs> Jesus, really? Where have you been? Just oh wait, because, I, because we have an election on on tomorrow. tomorrow in less than twelve hours. Nerd Nation, but, land of the free. But, but you have a very good excuse as to not for now, no, not knowing what's going on. Yeah, somebody had a pretty big weekend. More ways than one. More ways than one. Pretty much in all the ways you can. You yeah. pretty much have everything, have something going on in every aspect of your life. Yeah, yeah. I was in full mode, moving a store, dealing with a puppy, birthday, having a birthday, doing a Halloween party. Not uh, a granddad yet, though. So yeah, thank God. That's uh, a <laughs> that's some big news. Thank, thank God that conversation was only about light bulbs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That. Is, there, is there a story I, there? Oh my god, dude! I'll, I have never laughed that hard. <laughs> I, I get a call from Grayson the other day. Dad, I have a dilemma. Oh yeah, and I'm like, oh shit! Oh god! Watch She's this! What is this? Yeah, bud. What's what's the matter? What can I what can I help you with? I have to get new light bulbs for my apartment. <laughs> I need your help. <laughs> a dilemma. And you were just like. <sighs> <laughs> the sigh heard around the world. Now this is a yeah, not yet. We have a guest, and this is a this is a five years prior. He comes up from the the basement one night, and he's like, "Dad, the switch in my bedroom's broken." It is. Well, what makes you say that? The light won't come on. <laughs> really? Did, did you check the light bulb? You have to check the light bulbs? Shut <laughs> up. Now, you know... He, he did bring up a good point. Yeah. Give a little credit. He does come of a generation that most light bulbs of his day and age never burn out. Yeah. Those LED boys yeah. last... Ugh, that... I don't know. But but then it wasn't his first place to go. The first place he went with was... The switch must the be broken. broken. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Well, does it go up and down? Doesn't sound like it's broken. <laughs> Doesn't sound like it's broken. <laughs> So yeah, I don't think he got that gene, the 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 technical, mechanical savvy, that the troubleshooting gene that you have, that I have. Are you sure? Hey, hey, you know we're doing it. We're we're recording a professional, award-winning podcast here, son. What are you What are you doing? We've done 141 of them so far. <laughs> Most without your help. Oh, here, Forky's walking up the microphone. Hey, hey Forky. Seventy of them. You weren't even alive yet. <laughs> no, that's a scary thing. I can't get right out. So, welcome to episode 141. Yeah. So, episode 141 of Nerd Speak. I am Brendan, your host, and with me, as always, is my uncle Ted. What up, world? And with us, as always, is my now another year older uncle, Brian. Hey, hello, everyone. And we're together. And Peace we're together in Asgard Studios for the first time in. Yeah, let's just let's just wait till we have three or four days of record-breaking COVID cases. Yeah, to get back together. Well, I mean, months. there's a very driving factor. You, yeah. Your birthday yeah. podcast. So. Okay, there we go. Thank gosh. 
So appreciate it while we're doing it. Yeah, I do yeah. appreciate it. I appreciate getting together. I mean, we're kind of potted already. We we yeah. tend to be together in different aspects, one on one or. Dude, you snagged my Reese's. Really? <laughs> that was nowhere near you. you How have, did you swindle that? You have a whole jar of candy. Like, this boy cleaned up. It was ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Like, we had to take his bag and dump it in the wagon so that he had more room in his bag to yeah. get more candy. Were they full barring it out there? Oh, dude, we took... Huh? Were they full barring it? No. We took, uh, well, we took Grace but There was... It. Sorry. Oh, okay. There was one lady that did bags... That had uh, high C fruit boxes in them, um, a six packs of the crackers, like Keebler yeah, yeah, crackers yeah. and cheese, yeah, yeah, and then was just loaded with candy. Dang. I mean, and there's people that were like, "This table has got this kind of candy on it. This table's got this kind of candy, and here's toys if you'd rather have toys. Go ahead and mm. take one of each." Jeez. Yeah, it's no joke. So like, where was this at? We went to Turkey Run for the weekend. That's pretty cool. And. It is a thing out there. Like, yeah. and they had to do a, a decorate your site contest. Yeah. And like, we were like, oh, we'll have some lights, and we'll take a couple of, we'll take that, the Frankenstein blow up that we have, blah blah blah. No, no. Now you guys, Th- this is like you poor. You, you didn't come to play. <laughs> you poor bastard. No, <laughs> it's like uh, you remember the uh, Domagolics. Yeah. Back yeah. in the day. Yeah. People were doing that at their campsite. Jeez. There were people who would get. Multiple campsites next to each other so that they could do their setup. Oh, wow. That's a bit much. No, it was amazing. Yeah. Like, to think that all these people, that these people brought all of this stuff with them. Like, we were walking around on Sunday when everybody was packing up. Uh And you could see that, that, like, they were bringing extra vehicles back to load up for all of this stuff. It was ridiculous. Well, like, when we took Grayson down to Disney one year for Halloween, they had the... 13 stops throughout the park mm-hmm. for the you know they if you had the special ticket to get in after hours they had the whole halloween thing going on it was f- fucking phenomenal i mean just best halloween ever but they had 13 stops we got to stop number five or six when grayson goes daddy i don't want any more candy <laughs> <laughs> they, they had literal barrels at yeah. each stop with, just loaded with candy and they would grab handfuls like double fisted handfuls yeah. like this and dump it in their bag. And it was just like, holy bagoli. And then, uh, yeah, we have one of those fold up canvas wagons. You yeah, know? yeah. And I'm like, we all got one. I'm taking this with me. If you need to take it, go <laughs> ahead. That Christmas? Uh, I'm taking this with me because he's going to get tired. And like twice, had to dump his bag into the wagon to keep going. Jeez. So we also had the uh, over when we trick or treat over the other neighborhood, old mm-hmm. neighborhood. There was a guy on the route that worked for one of the candy factories, like the one that did like pixie sticks and all that stuff. Ooh, and he would wow. have a lunch sack just brimming stuff sticking out of it for every kid who came through. That's insane. You gotta love it. So how was your Halloween, Brendan? Uh, it was good. The uh, fiance and I is really weird. Like we just kind of took the whole day and really relaxed and uh, watched some Great British Baking Show. She got through Hocus Pocus about five more times, and then we got ready, uh, got our costumes ready, and we we went to Beholder for a little snack and drink before we went to Brian's, and then we got down to Brian's and partied it up. So, and what'd you guys dress up as? Uh, she was like a web queen, 
And I was the fly caught in her trap. Or caught in her web. Nice. Uh, Did you have to, like, actually make anything? Yeah, I made my entire costume, Ted. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> so I cut the eyes out of cardboard and painted them. And uh, then used a shoestring to tie them around my head. And then I bought Velcro straps and created the wings out of cardboard and painted those. And then hot glued them together, hot glued the straps on, and I was ready to go. Good to go, my, huh? I just wore all black, and yeah, yeah it's a pretty good time. It was a pretty good costume. So you kind of look like the Lego minifig fly. Kind of. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's a little bit of that. Uh, and then she did it up. She had uh, like a web crown, and she like teased her hair up and spray painted it white and did her really nice makeup. And then she took like the spider webs that we had like hanging over our pictures and like on our bookcase and just kind of wrapped herself in them. So in tradition of Brian's birthday parties, were you the only ones that dressed up? No, <laughs> there was quite a few. Megan, uh, Sean came I, as, I think we had a majority. That bitch, Carol Baskin and Joe yeah. Exotic. I saw they, they, were good. Yeah. they were good. Uh, Brian Terry, and Terry, Terry, w- Terry dressed up as Batwoman. And you were Batman. I uh, know. He was a scarecrow. Wait, like, Wizard of Oz Scarecrow or Batman Scarecrow? Batman Scarecrow. Like, scary Scarecrow, Scarecrow, yeah. And then Grayson showed up with his girlfriend and they were vampires. And, and then there was a pirate and... That kid that was the mermaid. Yeah. Yeah. Friends of ours. Mermaid? He, yeah. He there was he was a mermaid and then... Is that his, his friend or sister? sister? That's yeah. his sister. They were both mermaids. I saw a couple of mermaids And then there was a year. really drunk pirate. Yeah. Um, and then there was... Uh, yeah, I think almost, I mean, really, almost a lot of everybody. People, almost, were, like, I'm trying to think, like, there were. I think the only ones that weren't were, like, Corey and Matt from work. I was going to say it was your buddies from work, but, like, everybody else pretty much dressed yeah, up. Dressed it's up. a rarity because most yeah. of the time at your most birthday of the time party, it is, like, it's us. like yeah. three people dressed yeah. up. Yeah. yeah. No, and it was a pretty, pretty large turnout. I mean, not as big as most, but, you know, it was good enough. Well, that's good. I'm glad to hear that. Your kids fart like dung my nostrils it's probably not a <laughs> fart he probably pooped his pants food. uh but yeah and so how was your weekend brian oh i was good other than you know just a whole lot to do yeah <laughs> i got done we got done with the move you know sometimes saturday and started unboxing and trying to figure out once you i don't like it we've talked about it there wasn't a whole lot of logic that went into the packing side of things so <laughs> just kind of got it in boxes yeah yeah they did and we got it over there and we started undoing stuff and i worked there till about 4 30 then ran home and then for two hours were it was a madman whirly dervish of <laughs> blowing leaves and setting up decorations and getting fires going and getting my costume ready and everything um they had the thing ready to take off at uh i think i was done by ready by 7 30 and and then it worked pretty good. Grayson did a good job decorating. He helped out. And yeah. Then we had the party, and then Sunday was a day of rest. Nice. We took the took the Sabbath off or the the Sunday off, and and uh, packed up all the Halloween stuff, cleaned up the garage, did that kind of thing. Just kept moving because I was afraid I'd seize up if I didn't. Yeah, I was very hungover on Sunday. Were you? Like I, because we don't really journey, Like we may have like a pour of something or like yeah. a beer or two. But I haven't like gotten with it in I'd, a while. I, I took it pretty easy. I had two or three <laughs> ciders with the 
caramel vodka yeah sipping on those and then i had that drink with you guys and yeah because i had yeah i had that i had some of the uh, yeah well and i was carrying i guess i had a little flask of rum but yeah so i just i kept it kind of you know just just got a good mellow thing going and and maintained didn't get too out of control <laughs> maintained just had had a nice relaxing weekend woke up not a not an ounce of a hangover or anything, so it was nice. just nice. We got up early and I like yeah, I got up, we got the decorations down, we got the house clean, and then I was in my sweatpants for the rest of the day. Yeah. And then then uh, chilled out about, you know, five, six o'clock, turned on the uh, Mandalorian. Hell yeah. Finally. So I Talk I managed that. to avoid all spoilers the whole night. Nice. Some guy came walking up to me and Did you see Mandalorian yet? No, and don't say a no. fucking word. <laughs> <laughs> Kick you out of this party and you so can quick. Stop right there. Cool. And we killed the city barbecue. Thanks for them for bringing everything out, setting it up. Yeah, that was nice. That was. Uh, that I was didn't think we had a chance of going through all that, and we managed to crush it. So good. Cool. It's awesome. Well, Ted, did you watch anything in the uh, past two weeks? Uh, yeah, I have watched things. Um, finished Lovecraft Country. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, which um. I enjoyed very much so. Yeah. Thought that they tried to... It was almost like they finished it without knowing if they were going to have a second season, so let's try to cram as much stuff as we can in here. Yeah, and it seemed like it seemed like it was like a, a lot of story building, and then it was like, boom, let's like, wrap this up. Yeah. Like, what yeah. was the... I mean, I wonder if that had to do with their filming schedule, if they were film, ending filming oh, and going into COVID. COVID. Yeah, that could be... I think too. they were done. I don't think it impacted them in any kind of way. What... I'm trying to remember if I watched all the last episode or not. What was the? Give me a little like gist at the end. What what happened right at the end? Uh, well, uh, what's her face? The blonde chick, Christine. Christine pretty much comes for, um, Tick. Yeah. And does the ceremony. Yeah. Remember that? Ringing any bells? He was on like a table and everything, right? Well, and, yeah. yeah, he was kind of like up on an altar type deal. They sliced his arms open, and, and then uh, uh, Letty, Letty comes in, and uh, n- none of this is ringing bells. No, I don't no, want to spoil no, that's it for all, you. That's all ringing okay. bells. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still there. Uh, Letty comes in, and she has somehow or another. She is now. She got her. Invo- in, she got her invulnerability in, back. She right? got her invulnerability back, and she save tick right or no 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 that's right the ghosts come yeah right yeah Yeah. and they all hook it up but like as far as we know tick is dead yeah kind of yeah i there was no like post-credit stinger i know i know but i have a hard time as we know he is dead i have a hard time thinking that he's not going to be in second season letty really presented herself as kind of you know the new lead a strong secondary lead and she is preggers and she is preggers and that's the only thing that needed to happen uh, right like he technically doesn't need to be alive for anything else to happen and he's got a new job for a while yeah yeah he does probably so um but i enjoyed it i enjoyed it a lot i thought it was very well done um and then i finished the vow oh. which like i think i'm going to be more interested in the second season, because apparently they're going to keep going. Apparently, the second season is more about the trial. Right, which that's kind of like more what I'm interested in. Hopefully, it'll kind of pick up. I kind of mm. felt like it was a little slow. You what's, haven't still, read? what's the vow? Huh? You haven't read anything? No. No, no, no. Oh, no. my I was... God. I'm 
obsessed. I mean, I just I just know what I probably have overheard in the news and stuff like that. Is this the 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 Nexium sex cult thing? Yeah. Now is that not is that showing up in a couple different shows now? What's the other cult show that's now hitting like HBO or Showtime? It's more uh, documentary style, I believe. That's well, I mean, is, this was a documentary. Well, this is not called The Vow. It's more of a the I forget. It's it's got a weird word with name with like a letter flipped around backwards or something. Ichode. <laughs> Icor. Icor. No. Nexium is the name of the organization. Yeah. Oh, shoot. I wonder what this. Anyway, is. yeah, they're they gonna keep advertising it here recently, and it's it's not the vow. Okay. That's because that's because I started HBO. watching it thinking it was the what you were talking about before, and I realized no, quickly this wasn't not. the same thing. I, so. I don't fully admit like the first like I thought it was a little bit slow because I was kind of like wanting them to get into like the prosecution. Let's get. I didn't uh, realize that it was like. This shit's happening in September, yeah. <laughs> and like that, we just aired the, or you know, we just recorded this shit like three weeks ago, and here it is airing. So that'll be interesting. Um, I watched the Challenger document series on Netflix. Okay, that was really good. I really liked it. Uh, really heartbreaking too. I was gonna say like It'd I be just hard to watch. I don't know why we needed that. I was I, I do because I think it's something that happened a long time ago and people kind of forgot about. And you and really? now that the space program went away for what damn near ten years yeah. and you know fucking Cheetos bringing it back as a joke. Space Force dog. Yeah, I, I remember being home from school that day, sick. And watching TV when that oh, happened. Oh, I was in fifth grade, and Mrs. Kane walked in and said, "Cause Challenger blew up," and everybody's like, "What?" And she had to say it three other times, and then they fucking wheeled in the TV on the cart. Oh boy! And that was the rest of the day. And they're like, "If you want to go home, we understand. Call your parents, go home." And that was uh, that that was it had the teacher from Indiana, right? Wasn't she Sally from Ride? No, yeah. she was from New Hampshire. Not Sally Ride. Was it Christina McCullough? And she was from New Hampshire, I believe. Okay. She was she was going to be the first teacher, and that was like the big thing. The one thing I didn't realize is that the kid who played Ralphie from Christmas Story, uh-huh. um, he was like the kid ambassador that they were, I mean, like when she came back, this was going to be a huge PR thing. Like they had it set up where this was the first private sector person going or a public sector person going into space and everybody's going to start going to space. Kids are going to start going to space. And like there, it was going to be a whole countrywide tour with him and her and all the crap that they were doing everything. And what's really fucked up is that the company, it all boils down to the O ring that went around the, yeah. um, one of the booster all, rockets all came down an O ring and the guy tried to stop him. They told them to stop them and the people in charge and they fucking interview them in this documentary. And one guy's like, yeah, you, you don't make an omelet without breaking a few eggs. And he's like, you know, and he's like pushing 80 or over 80. And he's like, if I had to do it all again, I would do it all the same. Wow. I made that call and I'm going to stand by it. And then the other, one of the other guys who was like one of the final decisions to make that call, he's standing there and he's just like, on the verge of fucking tears. And it is just, it's gut wrenching a little bit, but I mean, it's really good. I liked it a lot. No doubt. Um, and then I started the video game. I've just been on a huge fucking documentary kick. I don't know what the deal is. Started the video game, uh, one on Netflix as well. Um, High score. Yeah. 
I think that's it. Yeah. Um, and when they go into like the the Nintendo and the yeah and the the whole thing. You didn't yeah. watch that Power to Grayskull? Yeah, I watched that too. Okay. Yeah, that was really good. I hadn't seen that one before. I liked it a lot. Um, but yeah, high score. I started watching that. So, um, I'm trying to think what else was it that I watched. I watched something else. I forget. But anyway. But you, Brian, what have been watching? I well, one I've I've been watching for a few weeks. Uh, started up was uh, the right stuff. Is that good? It was real good. I wanted to watch that. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely just the new one, the yeah, series the TV show. of yeah. the right stuff. Um, obviously, same storyline and everything, but getting into a little more in depth. Is um, that Apple TV? I believe so. No, it's a Disney or Plus. Disney Plus. Oh, is it? It's okay. a National Geographic show. That's right. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's getting harder now that everything's just coming in together through one feed. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, where? What? Yeah, what did I watch that on? Uh, so watch that, of course. Uh, we're going to talk about Mandalorian started. Um, yeah. What else have I been watching? Oh, I watched uh, Love and Monsters. Was that good? I actually enjoyed it. Uh, I thought it was pretty good. It's very much Zombieland for the most part, meets monsters. It's it, the, the premises are very familiar. It's almost, there's a cross between that and another movie. I'm not quite sure what it is. You know, I just it had that vibe. Hmm. But but all in all, it's pretty good. Um, you know, also considering we don't get a whole lot of new things to talk about. So um, it is nice to just have something new and different to watch. So do watch that, and uh, Rick and Morty season four has finally hit Hulu. So started that this morning. Oh, did it? Yeah. Sweet. My God, they <laughs> hold that thing back. It drives me nuts. But yeah, it's finally out there. So, dude, they're on Adult Sw- on Cartoon Network, Adult Swim. I swear to God, they show the same three episodes over and over. Oh yeah. Just fucking. It's the one where um, Rick tries to outthink the alien species. For like the formula for something, and David Cross is doing the alien species voice. Um, oh, they, the car! Like when they come home and they're like, ah. I think so. Yeah, that one. They show that one all the time, and the one where fucking um, Morty gets the sex bot. They show oh, that one yeah. a lot, and then the one where the, his dad does his dad and uh, fucking Rick go off on an adventure. Oh, the Rick and. Uh, yeah, it's like those three they show constantly. Anyway, go ahead. Um, but that's uh, I you know I can't think of anything else uh, super jumping out at me. Finished up. I mean, I guess I finished up uh, Lovecraft as well. Enjoyed that. Um, did feel all in all a little bit rushed and jammed in there towards the end. And I don't know that I feel like they answered a lot of things. But I have a feeling we're gonna. I think that's we're gonna see some resurrections in that show. I think you have to. Like Uncle, yeah. I think Uncle George is coming back. Oh, do you? I hope so. I really yeah. dig. I mean, Courtney B. Vance can't. The man. Yeah. Yeah. How fucking good was uh, his dad? I always, yeah, he was Michael, pretty good. Uh, well, I mean, considering all he had to man. do in that, in you know, it was like. Out of all the characters, like him and I think Ruby were like, I think Ruby was my favorite. Character. Ruby was a 
a knockout. Like yeah, she fucking was great. She yeah. crushed it. And then he, what's his name? Michael uh, K. Brown. Is that right? No, that you're thinking of Sterling K. Brown. Anyway, just that fucking dude. I swear to God, he had so much to deal with as a character. It's crazy. Yeah. But anyway, uh, Brendan. Hold on. No. Oh. Michael. Michael K. Williams. Oh, here it is. I found it. It's on that occult thing I was. I've been seeing advertised for. It's on Stars. It's called Seduced. Inside the Nexium. Nexium cult. So it's something. It's that. That's the same cult. It is the same cult. Yeah. Okay. That's just a different program. What? What? God, they're butt plugs. Oh. <laughs> I think Sorry. you need to explain that one. No, we just, got a, we got a visual. <laughs> what are you watching, Brendan? <laughs> Quickly. Yeah. I couldn't quite see uh, clearly what that was. <laughs> watching a lot. Um, but the main thing that I wanted to go over was that I did all 31 movies. Or I did 31 movies. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, what were they? Can you just I, do it? Can you just like a quick rapid yeah. fire? Ironically, I started and ended with the babysitter and the babysitter killer queen. The oh yeah, yeah. Uh, so it goes: the babysitter, Evil Dead, Evil Dead Two, Tucker and Dale vs. Evil, Interview with the Vampire, Paranorman, Hocus Pocus, Ready or Not, Child's Play, the new one, Us, Hereditary. Hoobie yeah. Halloween, Silent Hill, Silent Hill, you're turning me down. Yeah, yeah. Good. Silent Hill Revelations, uh, Holidays, The New Cabin Fever, The Invisible Man, uh, the new one with Elizabeth. Yes. Poltergeist, uh, Escape Room, Fantasy Island, The Wolfman with Benicio Del Toro. Ugh. Fucking horrible. I watched a few minutes of that the other day. Uh, Beware the Slender Man was a documentary mm-hmm. that was yeah. fucked up. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you guys have watched it or not, but it's I pretty, think I did a while back. Uh, the new Halloween movie, uh, the new Pet Cemetery, Nocturne was one of the Bloomhouse movies that they did for Amazon Prime. Yeah, that was pretty good. Uh, Friday the Thirteenth, the original, and then Friday the Thirteenth Part Two, uh, Brightburn. Drag Me to Hell, Zombie Land Double Tap, and then The Babysitter Killer Queen. So I didn't get through all of Brightburn. I think I've caught it m- middle of it is through. Amazing. Yeah, I, I. Is it that good? I, I want really to see it, it, and then and it's been on like HBO or something, and I keep catching it. it like stars. Stars. I've been catching it weird moments, and because I got a week free trial, so I could watch Escape Room, Fantasy Island, Brightburn, Zombie Land Double Tap something else yeah um was that the first time you've seen double tap that was the first time so good and i really enjoyed it <laughs> and i really like have you seen it mm-hmm. yeah i sat there and that whole time i was like that girl is having an allergic reaction <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then when you hear the two so shots i was like he just fucking like murdered that woman <laughs> and then she pulls up in the ice cream truck. Well, see i knew for certain he didn't shoot her but i didn't but <laughs> she's so good oh man that was so good i and i love her you know who that is don't you 
No. That's Carolina, Caroline Thompson, or uh, Leah Thompson's daughter. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Her husband's like a big TV director. Howard Deutsch, Dutch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds familiar. Uh, I finished True Blood, the whole series. Uh, we're all caught up on Great British Baking Show. Well. And that about did it for me. It's a lot. Yeah, it was, but working from home definitely made it easier this year. <laughs> yeah, I I vow to have a life enough to do that next year. I tried this year just whenever I could watch a scary movie. Mm-hmm. Like it, the other night, I was flipping channels through all the you know the pay the HBOs and stuff like that. And even though they weren't like haunted scary movies, we got like the Ghost in the Darkness, uh, something else with the word ghost in it. It was just like all the movies had like. Ghost. ghost or something you know kind of scary in there so i thought about maybe doing that angle oh yeah and then going that way but as of yet maybe next year yeah well and the box office was pretty quiet again this week hey uh, <laughs> um, i think that winner. same movie uh, as last week right uh no it was the movie called come play it's a new horror movie with gillian jacobs in it I'm not sure no. exactly no. what it's about, but it <laughs> only made $3.2 million. Um, but that was technically the box office leader. Technically. Technically. Um, no FML standing, so still crushing. Right. In 2020. Your year, man. Okay. But now we'll move on to our newer segment, the weekly top three. Brian, you want to go ahead and give us yours? Yeah, if I can remember what they were, someone changed them up on me. I changed one on you, and you just got that. So we got uh, some some, uh, concept art coming out for a soon-to-be-made, for HBO series, animated series. They are going animated. Yep. Secret of the Mogwai, which takes Mr. Wing back to Mr. Wing being a 12-year-old, I think. Oh. Back in, I think, 19... Uh, I forget what the dates are. Early 1900s uh, Shanghai with him and Gizmo. Huh. Uh, leading up to uh, his... Uh, the 80s? The 80s, I guess, when he ends up in San Francisco or wherever they were. In a shop, getting his little mogwai stolen from him. <laughs> so, I don't know. I'm down with this. Yeah. I, get... I like the animated angle on it. And the artwork was pretty good. Um what it's reminiscent of but i saw a couple of the pictures and looked good so that's cool is it possible that all of our new entertainment in the age of covid is going to be animated animated because we just, talked about that being like yeah, that's they what could you just, can do they could like, just mail in the voice tracks and yeah. do it in their closets yeah, yeah. and then uh, i got uh, one of my things substituted in for a recently discovered although apparently been out there for a while uh, the Batman Lego trailer that has been redubbed in Lego, or not the so, Batman there you go. trailer, re visualized in Lego. There you go. And damn, congratulations to whoever put this out there because that was a shit ton of work. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, the detail down to the lighting and the the angles of the shots and everything is just so on, man. Um, someone's someone's COVID project. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah that that's pretty cool keep up that stuff and then you know dear to all of our hearts but especially mine uh the passing of sean connery over the weekend 
I think on this, my birthday. No, on Halloween. On Halloween. All right. I think this absolutely crushed a lot of people out there. Yeah. Like, he hasn't done anything since... Well, he retired. League of Extraordinary Men, which was 2006. 2005. Ish. I feel like something came out after that. No. I don't think so. He was supposed to do another movie, um, but did he backed out something? of it. He, did you read that? Yeah. I read yeah. that, that Brett Ratner shit. Yeah. Um, I don't... Yeah, he was supposed to do that movie. And he backed out of it, which ended up costing him. They said like eighteen, close to eighteen million dollars for not doing it. Um, but yeah, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen became his last movie. And I know, I mean, he, you know, he aged to ninety. Um, but I thought honestly that he was older than that. I thought he had passed ninety a few years ago. I think ago. he retired and just stayed home in the. He yeah, he's in famously Jamaica, li- right? yeah, he famously lived in the Bahamas is where he. Oh lived. really? Yeah. yeah. Jamaica or the Bahamas? Bahamas. I thought he's on Jamaica. Okay, so what do you think of Brendan when you think of Sean Connery? Oh, James Bond. James Bond. Yeah, yeah, yeah Nassau. Brian, I wonder if he are got you, are turned you on in... to Nassau in was it Goldfinger that was <laughs> filmed in at Nassau? Yeah, one of them. Do you instantly go to James Bond? Yeah, with without a doubt. I mean, that's. But then there's, you know, a whole other career. Oh, for sure. Know? Like, I mean... I mean, there, there's the James Bond era of him, but then his, you know... Dragonheart. I mean, I probably equally think of Untouchables and... Uh, See, I constantly forget he's in Untouchables. That's what he won his Oscar for. I yeah. know. But it's just like, I'm always like, oh, yeah. I mean, that... I League. I loved him in League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Made that movie. The Rock. You mean, yeah. you know... I, I'm surprised you've not mentioned Last Crusade. Not my. I almost that's almost what I always go to instantly when I think when of him. When you think of him, yeah, that and Untouch- Untouchables. Huh. Because I mean, for me growing up, Roger Moore was James Bond. Ugh. Yeah. And I didn't get Sean Connery James Bond until you know VHS was available and they started putting those out. That makes sense. Unless you happen to just catch one on you know. Saturday afternoon movie on Channel Four, but they really didn't show James Bond movies back then on broadcast TV. So Trapment. Um, but yeah, I think about that Highlander. and just Highlander. Yeah. Rising Sun, Medicine Man, one of our favorite movies as a couple. And that was like one of two CDs they had playing on our honeymoon was the soundtrack <laughs> to Medicine Man and Van Morrison's Greatest Hits. That was uh, him and um, it was Hemingway, right? A Medicine Man? Yeah. Medicine Man is about him being a jungle scientist. Right, right, right. The the the, the lady in it was, was oh. it Margot Hemingway? Or? No, no. The lady was, uh, shit, uh, she's got a new series coming out about her house in Italy or something she's building or rebuilding um, uh, from uh, Goodfellas. Um the wife in Goodfellas. Lorraine Bracco? Yep. Yep. That's who it is. I mean... You're right. Yeah, Lorraine Bracco. Last Ooh, Crusade. Uh, suck it, Ted. I didn't. Highlander. It's cool. Highlander's <laughs> a big one. Highlander's a huge Dragonheart is uh, like a big one, though. I love that movie. I am as close as I can get. Untouchables said Highlander. 
Um, I mean, a lot of other ones, but, you know, Indiana Jones Last Crusade, that's huge for us. Time Bandits. Yeah, Time Bandits. I mean, that was a huge, you know, when he comes up, was that at the end of the Time Bandits where he no, He's makes in his it appearance? like three quarters through it. Yeah, he's the fireman that comes. No, he's the. Yeah, he a... fireman. No, he's oh, the he's, guy. He's king. He's the guy who kills Agamemnon. the Minotaur. Yeah, he's the king, but he's also but in the real world, well, he yeah. appears as a fireman. The fireman. Um, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Yeah, remember uh, Outland? He's the king in that. Oh comes yeah, yeah. End, remember? Yeah. yeah. Remember uh, Outland? Outland. It's like a space-based movie. Is that the one where he's wearing the the red leotard? <laughs> no, the, the 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 red sumo he, underwear. Zangzadar. He's or... kind of a sheriff or something, or yeah. on a mining colony or something like that. It's been a while since I've seen that one. He, uh, I don't think he, he. I think I heard this. He never got rid of his accent in any movie. He always had his accent. Finding Forrester. Yeah. You're the man now, dog. <laughs> <laughs> There's a whole website dedicated to that performance. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah. hey, knock knock. Yeah. Who's there? Dishes. Dishes who? Dishes Sean Connery. <laughs> I'm going to have to tell Aaron that one. She'll uh, get a kick. So, and then uh, Daryl Hammond spoke out as well. Oh, for his Jeopardy Because he said there's one thing, he said even more so than his Clinton impersonation was uh, whenever he would do Sean Connery on Jeopardy and just the fucking <laughs> shit is so fucking funny. Those are probably some of the funniest sketches oh, God, at, yeah. to ever come out with him and Will Ferrell mm-hmm. and then you throw Norm MacDonald in there doing Burt Reynolds <laughs> take uh, Pot Ori the rapist for 500 <laughs> rapist <laughs> or my favorite was when the the final Jeopardy answer was just write a number yeah. any number and it shows up as a V and he's like well technically that's a Roman numeral <laughs> And he's like, so what did you wager? And then it finishes out and it says, suck it, your <laughs> Um But yeah, so but what we were talking about earlier was that he was supposed to do this movie about a Holocaust, Holocaust survivor who becomes like a uh, international thief. And he tries to break into the Bank of Switzerland, which has a bunch of Jewish art and stuff that was taken during World War II. And he was like involved with the writers and stuff, and then they all loved him. And yeah, he said he did a great job. And they met with the had a phone call with the director, and Sean Connery wanted to know exactly how he was going to film this stuff, and he told him movie magic. There was like a specific scene that he was talking. Yeah, it was about. like doing something underwater, and right? Yeah, and he was like, "I'll go in with movie magic, and we'll fix it." And he, he was fucking like, uh, "Nope, no." He was just like, "No, I don't. No, you don't fucking tell me that. Like, I want to know everything." Yada yada yada, and then I guess like what he said, he was I was so- I was doing movies before your daddy was jerking his pud or yeah. something like that. <laughs> and so then he was like supposed to have a meeting with this director, and he canceled on him, or he just no called no showed. And then he sees the director in one of the like the boxes la- at the lady lady tennis player lady- at the French Open. Yeah, so it's very assumed that it was Brett Ratner they were talking yeah. about. Yeah, and that that new, and then he walked away. And uh, that movie never happened. Yeah. So, but I mean, yeah, dude was ninety. Yeah, he lived what, a good was life. A big bucket of win. Yeah, big bucket <laughs> of win. But he was just—I mean, he just brought 
I mean, something to the whole thing that was just, you love to watch him, you know, you love to listen to him and, and, Mm -hmm. and he just, and he could work through, I mean, there's stuff he did in the past that seemed like he was older than he was when he died, you know, and just, yeah, you know, he transcend ages back and forth. He came back and did that Bond movie, you know, outside of the Broccoli Estate. It wasn't, yeah. Never Say Never Again and. Um, and I think then he was in his shit fifties, almost sixty. Yeah. I'm curious. Did he ever do an animated movie? That's what I'm looking up. Well, if you count the dragon, that was animated. Uh, he was CGI. Uh, I don't think so. I'm not seeing anything. <clears throat> in 2003 was League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yeah. 2003. Mm-hmm. We did do some voice work we after that. School. Did some voice work for a video game. Here you go. Dragonheart was 96. Yeah. that. I love that movie. The Rock. First Night. Family Business. That's a good one, too. Mm-hmm. So him and Dustin Hoffman. I don't know if I I've think. seen that one. Yeah, somebody who would have made a great voice actor never did anything. Never did any. Yeah, Dustin Hoffman and Matthew Broderick. Family business? Yeah. What year was that? Uh, 1989. Hmm. Alrighty, Ted. What about your top three for the week? Uh, Let's see. Well, uh... You're going to have to say his name for me. Favorite actor's name to pronounce. <laughs> Mahershali Ali. Marshahala. Marshahala. Mar- yeah. M-A-H-E-R-S-H-A-L-A. Shala. Mahershala. Mahershala Ali. Anyway, that guy. Mahershala. <laughs> he came out and started talking about uh, kind of just why uh, he was interested in doing the reboot of the Blade franchise. And he said it actually came down to... Uh, his part in Luke Cage, um, Cottonmouth. Cottonmouth. Um, he said that uh, he did the Marvel show called uh, Luke Cage. Doing that show, it premiered. He had to he had to turn to his agent and said, "What are they? When are they doing Blade?" Because he kept hearing that they were going to try to find a remake it and put it back together. And it was exciting for him to be in the Marvel space and TV, but his goal was always to be in film. Uh, so there's a long process of them speaking about it at least in the TV division. Um, and they had to go back and require the lights, so that's why it took a couple of years. Um, was also, uh, his attraction to the role in respect to Snipes was a major inspiration to him over his career. Uh, that Blade is going to be quite different, darker character. Uh, I just felt like they were having conversations about bringing it back into being. I just wanted to be considered for it because I definitely felt the connection, at least as in mine. Uh, to Wesley Snipes going way back to high school when people used to joke and say we looked alike. <laughs> it's hard to believe that dude is like talking about Wesley Snipes like he's that old. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. Well, he's been an expendable, so he's got to be old, right? Yeah. He was in one? Two, I think. Oh, wow. I think he um, starts up in two and yeah. is in three a little bit. I watched three the other night. They're not, the, the old dudes aren't in there as much. So he brought it up to someone and he said, I really want to do a take a role, tackle the role and do his take on it. And they're like, uh, yeah, sure, go ahead. <laughs> so 
It's kind of like what Feige said. When he calls, you answer that phone. Right. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Uh, then the gorillas are working on an animated film. Uh, the They're currently out promoting Song Machine Season 1, which is kind of what they've been doing in uh, quarantine. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to do a live stream in December. Uh, they signed the contracts. They've begun scripts and stuff. They're making an animated film that's kind of abstract. Uh, quite a big risk for a movie studio because they're very expensive. Um, it's going to be a weird story that sometimes makes sense. doesn't make any sense. It's difficult. Uh, that's why they were discovered, but we'll do it, and uh, they're going to do it, and they will do it. Uh, and he says this is going to be more in the world of Studio Ghibli. Okay. Uh, kind of like uh, that idea. So. Totoro. And- yeah, it'll be interesting to see like if they're going to take those four characters and like what the story arc is going to be. Like, yeah, is it going to be more of a a grounded story or is it going to be like fucking yellow submarine? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I would have really liked to have seen uh like plastic beach, like as well fu- as its full story. Yeah. Because like, if you look at the videos for that album, they're like trying, they're telling us an they overall all, story. Yeah, like they arc. All, like, connect, but yeah. it's like, I would have loved to see that play out. For sure. I agree with you on that. Cause that, I mean, um, it even started with, uh, feel good ink. Oh, with the windmill? Yeah, Demon Days. I feel like I think. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah, but uh, I thought Plastic Beach was cool, the way that they did that. Mm -hmm. And so anyway. And then the last thing I've got is Oscar Isaac looks to be uh, returning to Disney as the lead for the Disney Plus series Moon Knight. Uh, He is going to be the hero Mark Spector, a mercenary with uh, numerous alter egos from being a cabbie to a millionaire playboy uh, in order to fight the underworld. And then he's also a conduit for the Egyptian moon god Kenoshu. Konshu, sorry. Uh, Jeremy Slater from the Umbrella Academy's tap to develop and lead the writing team. And then uh, Mohammed, I uh, forget his last name. He's Bobby going or... Yeah, he's going to end up directing all of them. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, so I was like, well, what the hell do we actually know about Moon Knight? And the one thing that I've always heard is like he's Marvel's answer to Batman. Kind of. Like it's very similar. Um, Mark Spector is a former boxer, CIA agent, and mercenary who found himself near death after being betrayed by his employer, Roel Bushman, when they stumble upon an archaeological dig, uh, which Bushman intended to loot for profit. As he lay dying, Spector was approached by the Egyptian moon, dog, moon god, Konshu, who offered him a second chance at life for exchange for becoming his avatar on Earth. As a result, Spectre was resurrected and given superhuman abilities. Uh, upon his return to the United States, he invested the money that he accumulated as a mercenary to make a fortune and become a crime fighter Moon Knight. So, yeah. So, so he's got powers, but he's also got a lot of money. Right. And so it's like kind of like Batman, kind of not. And so I would suggest you run out there and... Find that Moon Knight comic as quick as you can because it's gonna yeah, go up in value that. once this thing kicks off. You so. think so? Yeah, yeah. I mean, just like that Thor number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Once they announced that they were gonna do that as uh, the next Thor movie, that thing shot up by like thirty or forty bucks. Wow. Yeah. So be on the lookout for Moon Knight, kids, and probably they're thinking twenty twenty three. 
Brendan, what's your three? 2023, damn. Um, so Lauren Bouchard has got another new show coming to Fox this time uh, with a pretty great cast. You got Will Forte doing the lead, Nick Schwartz, or uh, I always want to call him Swartzman? Nick Swanson. But oh. It's Nick Offerman. Oh, Nick Offerman? <laughs> Nick yeah. Offerman's in it. Uh, Jenny Slate and a few other people. Uh, but it's called The Great North. And the, these are the same people who do uh, Bob's Burgers. Bob's Burgers. So and yeah. then they also did Central Park. Central Park. On Apple, which was fun. I, I loved it. I, I don't know that. if it's coming back or not, but that I was a good so. show. I like really the overall it. arc of that one. Uh, yeah. Is it an animated thing? Uh-huh. Yes. Uh, and the so gist of it? What, Central Park? No. Oh, uh, the, the Great North. North. The Great North, go ahead. It was, I was trying to, like, I watched it pretty quickly, um, but it's like a kind of like fish out of water guy comes to uh, like a fishing town and he's like you know everybody else is pretty hard and he's kind of city soft so is this like the show from the northern exposure northern exposure kind of sounds like it yeah (laughs) love that show but i think i can't remember if i heard it right uh i think nick offerman may be playing his dad nice uh so i'm not for sure on that one though um then I don't know if you guys saw it or not, but Michael Bay is producing the first COVID movie, and it's called Songbird. And it is this follows... supposed to be like COVID twenty three or something? Uh, yeah, like that? It's yeah. A, yeah, it's like the exact strain uh, that is more rapidly killing people. Obviously, and the government has moved in, and it's like you thought they were stripping away your rights by making you wear a piece of paper over your face. They are like bulldozing dozens of bodies at a time and there are people who are immune and then there are people who are not and this I don't think like, we need this shit right now Michael I, dude I was step just down like, this is like so close <laughs> yeah, this isn't step away from the camera yeah we don't need this he's producing yeah. it though I don't think he's directing it well, well regardless it, that means it's his money. money yeah, yeah. but yeah KJ Appa the guy from Riverdale who plays Archie Andrews is the lead um and the guy that is a bad guy in everything, he's the devil in Constantine, Peter. Uh, oh, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Crazy the, Russian last yeah, name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scandinavian, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. yeah, he is. But everybody thinks he's Russian. He was in John Wick. and Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and uh, fucking um, Armageddon. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, uh, but he plays one of like the, it looks to be like one of the main antagonists. But they just go around and start collecting people who are starting to show signs. Like, they don't even let you take the test. They just, like, Yank you. drag you out of the house. And so it's about him trying to protect his girlfriend and all this other stuff. So, Wow, that's pretty rotten. Uh, yeah, I was pretty bummed about it. Bummed down fart noise. thought it should be brought up. I don't think it should really be filmed. It's right. terrible. Um, oh, and then we got some happy news on Twitter. Tom Holland posted a video of him landing in Georgia saying that they are getting to work on Spider-Man 3. Mm-hmm. So, be happy to see that. Ted, we scroll in there, bud. I'm just going back to something that I'm going to talk about or going to mention here later. Okay. All righty. So, as Brian mentioned, we got the uh, season two, episode one of Mando, Lorian. 
uh, and we figured we would chit chat about it since now. All Since all three of us have now seen it, and and then rewatched. <laughs> Some of us have seen it twice. <laughs> now twice and a half. Twice and a half, yeah. So we tried to find one word out of the episode. <laughs> the word of the day is I-Core. so. I-Core. Okay, my first impression is after the first season, a lot of people had questions about what we knew about the Mandalorians and basically Boba Fett, and I kind of felt like this was a little bit of a fan service. To everybody asking those questions, wow, but what? Like, but, I mean, it's very I mean, like set up. It it is, it is, and I'm sure. I mean, because of the last three seconds, yeah. we're gonna get this. Will be the overall story for this season. But I, I mean, but my big thing is too is that I'm more interested in the black lightsaber. Like, oh, I, oh the yeah. dark, what the dark saber, the we'll dark saber. We'll, we'll yeah. come back to that. I need to know. Um, I could take I could take more Timothy Oliphant. I mean that dude. Can I don't do think n- we're done with him. This, this show does a very good job of building a team building through the episode arc. Well, yeah, it's to bring them back together at the end. Can well, a team? Yeah. yeah, hope we work again. <laughs> oh, we will give it episode eight. We'll be back. <laughs> we'll be back after you. You gotta go meet Rosario Dawson and a couple other people, and you'll yeah. go back. Um, I mean, we again. went back and visited the, the, the babysitter on Tatooine. Amy Sedaris. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Was she precious. crushed it. Yeah. That's what Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Um, some Gamorrean guards and some MMA. Yeah. What was that? What were they fighting Those with? Those were some... Vibro axe blades. Those are some... Vibro blades. Not thick boys. They were pretty in shape for Gamorrean guards. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I thought those were interesting. But then we got a kind of chubby, weak way. Yeah. Now, that was my question was... So... The same person of that species in Jedi was called Weequay. So is that the species, or is that the dude's name? And then he calls him Weequay when when Timmy, Timothy Oliphant goes in, calls him Weequay at the bar. He says, "Hey, Weequay, give you a bottle of and two glasses." Um, when he runs into Mandalorian. So you think asking if it's the same person? I'm wondering if it's the same person who's just gotten older and a little chubbier because well, cause is remember, that his name or his species because he... Because remember, he was in the bar when the Death Star blew up. Right. So I don't think that would be him. Like, I don't Why think not? he'd go from Jabba's Palace to owning a bar that quickly. It, well, it hasn't been quickly. It's been a minute. No, but I'm saying he was bartending when the Death Star exploded. Because, well, I just I just feel like he would... Timothy's character would have known the name of the bartender in his little bitty town. Right. And wouldn't just call him by his species. Like, or, hey, uh, Jawa, give me a drink. Queequay? Queequay. Spell it. W-E-E-Q-U-A-Y. Queequay, Mandalorian. Queequays were a sentient species native to the desert world of Sreelur. So Weequay is the species. Okay. And that is played by... Well, that was just kind of rude of him, uh, W. Earl Brown, who was on, as we talked about, he was on yeah. Deadwood with Timothy Oliphant. As his bartender in that show, too. Um, speak words. Follows Dindergen. Oh, okay. I guess that's him. That's the Mandalorian's real name. Yeah. Uh, just reading this. 
I, I think that's his species, so that's not his yeah. name. It is. We just, we I just, just read that. that. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> well, because it it says here, I don't. This is kind of like breaking. Apparently, Ped, Pedro Pascal hurt, and he's hurt his back. Well, they've already done filmed principal they're, from yeah, they're carrying in the, the entire Star Wars franchise. Oh, oh Jesus! Wah, I was wah, like, they're already wah, filming wah, season three. Uh, yeah, I was like, they're done with that. <laughs> All right, well, cool. Uh, but there's a ton of Easter eggs. Like if you're oh, there were a shit ton. Like oh I mean, God, just yeah. you could take 20 minutes looking over the graffiti that you yeah. look at for two seconds. There was the three PO and a bunch of stormtroopers and shit like that. And then there was the, and then um, the concept art. The concept art. Three PO head. I love the way that the way they end every episode in the concept art. Oh yeah. Because for number one, you know they didn't do concept art playing the story <laughs> no. no but they did storyboards you got a storyboard yeah. at that and you, yeah but they, they put in this, they that, put, that's, there's an extra effort involved there. yeah and then we make the assumption that the pod he is writing out is is anakin's is it was one of anakin's i mean i guess it could be like a chevrolet engine. model but <laughs> well, yeah. I, no, I think it's more like anakin salvaged together a couple of those motors to build his pod that's well, a speeder the, bike like the thing yeah the thing well, no, I don't think no. that's right either. I think that's that engine. That, that engine running. is like supposed to be Anakin's. Yeah. Hmm. At least it harkens back to it. Yeah. Um, and then we get the, I'm going to butcher, I don't remember what the hell the dragon's name is. but yeah. Crate. The Crate Dragon. Crate so, Dragons. Real quick. Go ahead. Cobb Vanth is the guy that Timothy yep. Oliphant plays is riding a speeder bike and I made believe... out of a pod racer engine. Yeah. seemingly parts from Anakin's old racer. So right. it's not, it's the reverse of what yeah. you said. And I think his character exists in the expanded universe. He somewhere. is. Yeah. Okay. So, but anyway, he comes across him. He's wearing Boba Fett's armor and he's like, you need to give that to me. And he's like, well, let's do this. And then mm-hmm. the uh, dragon good. comes rolling under town and he's like, I tell you what, I'll give you the armor if you help me kill this thing. So they head out, take a look at it. That's when we see the pod yeah. speeder bike. And then they come across the Tusken Raiders. Tusken Raiders. And uh, luckily, Mando speaks Tusken. Tusken. Well, that happened in the first season, so it yeah. wasn't. So, interesting tidbit. They hired an actual deaf actor to play one of the Tusken Raiders and help create the Tusken Sign Language. They did this because a hearing person who knew... ASL suggested it. It's your responsible to look in the room and see who's missing. Exactly. I like Time's that. Up. I like that. Yeah. Anyway, so then it's like, uh, okay, well, we're going to do this, and then we're going to need a whole lot more help. So he volunteers the village who has issues with the Tusken Raiders. Oh, spoilers, everyone. Spoilers. Oh, well, like, yeah. I, yeah. If you're listening to nerd speak, you know it's spoiling. You're, you're getting spoiled. Nerd speak just by listening spoiler. to us. Alright. So yeah. Because obviously they've raided the village before and they've all killed right. each other. But to get sometimes your enemy is your friend when Dude. there's a greater enemy. Oh, yeah. Right? You have a common a bigger common and an enemy. I see an enemy. An enemy. So yeah, um 
but it, it seemed th- this is my problem. I don't I don't know. Of if course, a, he has a problem. I don't. I, I wouldn't yeah, know if I would call this a problem. A problem. Uh-huh. Can't but just it enjoy seems, him for what it is. Well, I do. I do, and they're doing a hell of a job. God bless you, Johnny Favs. You're awesome. But it just seems a little formulaic. I mean, this doesn't this this episode structure doesn't seem too different than some of the ones that we've seen in the past. You're just replacing characters and you know not even situations to that point isn't all that different i mean wasn't it the 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 episode where he meets what's her face caridan that uh he saves that village he saved that village but didn't like two different types of village had to get together to take out whatever was in the chicken walker well they just cooperated it was yeah well no i don't think it was even two villages no that was more of the that was that harkens back to the uh to one of the old uh, Asian, this series that they're basing it on, the the Kurosawa. cub and the cub and lone wolf. Yeah, in that he trains that, and and that we've seen that in sure. different other things where he he's the expert. There's a whole training right. montage. Yeah, 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 yeah. Trains it, them how to fight for themselves. It's called the A Team. I was yeah. just say, yeah, like, <laughs> no, the, that's what we mean, had more of. Fucking Mister T better show up in a cameo this season. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Speaking of, we did get John Linquizamo, who lended his voice as one of the... Uh... Do you think they stuck him underneath that whole thing? Oh, yeah. There's no way they did, though. What? I'm uh, sure uh, he wanted to Underneath all of that? He oh, wanted to. I'm maybe. Sure to I don't know. The thing I heard last year was that um, Pedro is barely in the armor. Oh, like, really? Like, a lot of times, that's just stunt double walking around. Oh, that's whack. I heard it was yeah. more than you think. Yeah. But... More than more you think it is not him. That's like something that Bryce Howard said after she directed an ep- episode. Yeah, yeah. She was like, yeah, I barely saw the dude. That's whack. <laughs> if you're not, I mean. And, I mean, even to that point, it, you know, his voice could be anybody's because it's then, you know, digitized yeah. anyway. So they could have saved some money on that whole deal and could have been yeah, literally anyone at that point. True. Um, but I think we are following and we're going to continue to follow this kind of a pattern because it is based on that, you know, those early Western serials, the, 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 the lone wolf and the cub serials. And, and we're going to see this. I, my biggest fear was how quickly they got the second season done. Yeah. That, uh, that I've been somewhat apprehensive in that. Are we going to get a lot of this kind of repeat stuff? But, the technology they're using allows them to do a lot of things really well, really fast. Yeah. yeah. To the point, of- especially with the whole COVID thing, there's a lot of studios now going to implement this system and build bigger and bigger uh, studios that do this type of filming because you get everything on film right then with the lighting and everything corrected. and Yeah. You're off the presses. Because who was it's like there was a big one that came out and said that they were going to start utilizing. Uh, Love and Thunder. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just just the, the 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 shading and the lighting and the reflective stuff that they are able to pull off with this is just too good. I mean, it is so immersive and 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 also familiar to the '70s, you know, Star Wars stuff. Yeah. You know, going back to the original. Well, movie, yeah, that, it's that, easy to do same. because you're in that period of, you know, that lull between power. Mm-hmm. And so things like technology and stuff like that kind of get 
put on hold as far as development and stuff. So it's very easy to harken back to the older style. So. It's incredible how many people are putting up their Christmas trees. <laughs> Already? Yeah. Jesus They're like, fuck Christ. it. COVID ruined everything. It's not taking away my Christmas joy. <laughs> <laughs> that I don't fuck need. You bastards. Uh, but yeah, and then we get the crate dragon. And it is a horribly gigantic beast. Yeah, pretty cool. Uh, I mean, we see the skeleton in, you know, 3PO walks by a skeleton of one of these things and then, early yeah, on. So we've, a new hope. We've, we've known these things to exist. Now we get to see it fleshed out. Yeah, it kind of has got like a dragon's head, but with a worm body. Yeah. You really don't and, get to see like the back half of it all that much. No. So... But I don't think it had like extra legs. It doesn't have much for limbs because it is a underground dwelling. Lives in the dead starlight pit. Mm -hmm. And a lot of dragons back in the day were called worms. W-U-R-M. Well done. Their snake-like body. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I mean, but you know, at the end, he gives them the armor. They have a pretty dope jetpack scene together. Yes, they do. <laughs> and we actually get to see the uh, rocket firing backpack. rocket firing twice. Yeah, which I pointed out, I thought it was a little goofy that he had bent over. Then Brian countered with the original packaging. Yeah, the original packaging shows Boba Fett bent over with his rocket firing instead of just shooting it straight yeah. up. Because obviously, with his because we got Boba guidance. Fett as a figure before we got him as a character in a movie. Because of the cartoon? Because uh, of the cartoon, and then he was a collect, so many proof of purchase, send it off to get it with the rocket firing backpack, and then showed up without a rocket firing backpack because it was a little thing that could choke you to death. Uh-huh. Uh, that goes back to Battlestar Galactica, used the toys, used the same kind of firing bullet yeah. shape, and kids were choking to death on them, so they decided to glue them in place, and despite what everyone believes they remember, those never hit the shelves. Yeah. Um,. It's one of those Mandela effects. Yeah. yeah. Very enjoyable episode. Um, I got to say one thing that has always bothered me. No, you already said that. Right? Uh, everybody like talks about Boba Fett being just this giant badass, but he's, I never bought it. <laughs> he wasn't. And Oh, not, not so much that, but like him and Han Solo has a history, Have right? A history. Have a history. Like, why hasn't that got ever? Why hasn't that ever been flushed out? And or has it in the books? It has in the books. Not to a great extent. I mean, there's. I the mean, bounty hunter tales, but I don't think they really go into him. I mean, to me, like in Empire and Jedi, it seems like they are very well aware of each other, and you know, they've had more than one run in. Well, Boba Fett has a reputation. See, and like that's the big Boba thing Fett. is that like he is like a badass without having to have done anything like you hear all of these little murmurings and then he shows up and looks dope as fuck in his armor i guess but i mean the dude gets eaten by a worm and he's not even a mandalorian and he's accidentally <laughs> i mean like what Ugh. well that's because you have to have the good guys win yeah so are we gonna watch every friday I, yeah, I think we need to try to do that watch together thing on Disney. That's fine with me. We This, this past weekend do. was our last camping trip. So. Yeah, it's been a tough, but now everything's going to you know start to wind down uh, for 
all of us for a few weeks. So I think we should be able to try to pull that off here soon. I mean, we should yeah. do like a let's do. I like mean, we don't have to watch it right then. We can watch it any time. We just right. have to get on the app and do the deal. Do it together. Like do you know Friday at nine or something, whatever works. Yeah. So. Cool. Dig it. All righty. Well, that is going to wrap things up for us on episode 140. Really? Oh, wait, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. We got to do some oh, merch. No. There's some surprises well, I to, in like, store. I wanted to, I did want to show you guys some merch stuff and, and thank some people from this weekend on my birthday. So first off, I got this, uh, I got this, uh, Kirby, um, Jack Kirby pack sent from Jeremy Kirby. From my mother-in-law and Frank. You need to talk into that thing. Oh, sorry. I got moved away from it. Out of practice. Um, and so it's this cool kind of Kirby-esque artwork, artwork uh, box with a some sort of Jack Kirby stickery thing. A uh, There would never be another Joe. Joe Kirby. Joe Kirby. Little thing with the thing on it. Little magnet. Same kind of artwork from the box. Nice. A re-bagged uh, Jack Kirby's Teen Agents comic. Hmm. Hmm. Not familiar. Not at all familiar. But then I think the cool thing is we get three prints in here. Nice. All of them are numbered the same. We got a 99 of 300 on this Orion of the New Gods. That's dope. Sign. By Jack no. Kirby? A Kirby for sure. Jeremy, I think. This son. That looks like Jeremy, right? Yeah. Then a Atlas. In the days of the Giants, he was the mightiest Atlas. This goes back a ways. This was a... Uh, there's a date on here somewhere. That was a DC thing, looks like. And then this is in 1966. 99 of 500. And I don't know who she is. I'm not sure. Is that Elfire? She's got an E in her belt. But it's kind of a cool. I mean, just a. I mean, that's just a cool 1960s esque. That seems very Brian. Yeah, print. So that was kind of a cool thing. That is dope. Something I didn't know existed. Is she an internal? Eternal? I don't think so. Let me see. Does that go back to 66? You don't get a little card that describes everything? No, it did not. (laughs) That I know of. Interesting. So that that was a cool little surprise showed up in the mail from uh, the in-laws. That's very cool. Yep, I gotta call them and thank them about that. So um, a chance to do that. Something else that you have to frame. Yes. <laughs> and then this was a gift from some friends of ours uh, that I was just kind of like floored a bit. Uh, Brendan's seen it, but they, he found and got me this zero uh, zero one variant of Star Wars Hot Topic comic. Nice. Um, sent it out. Got it graded. It's sealed. It's a 9.8. This thing becomes pretty cool and super rare, but then it becomes even more rare because they printed these, sent them to the stores, and then pulled them because on the back, the advertisement included 
the Funko ad for the Savage Hulk that they never released. They never released. Awesome. <laughs> so that thing has a, a, a double uh, thing, and he went out and found out about this and found it. And I mean, just this is a Todd Moore Krebs, but Todd really went way out and, and yeah, because made my night, really. These are the Ultron Pops, and they had originally talked about when he is under Scarlet Witch's spell that they are going to turn him gray. Yeah. Just to be like Grey Hulk. Right. You know, to call back to the day. But then they ended up not doing that in the movie. It's like the Thor pop I've got where he's called, it's, you know, Thor the Mighty Avenger. Well, they never put it out there like that. That's badass, man. Yeah, isn't that cool? Is this... It is Jason Aaron. That's cool. It's the same guy who did the Thor line, right? I just, I mean, the art on this I thought was really, really good. I mean, I love the cover in and of itself. I think it's just a... It's a very cool cover. Do you know who did it? It's uh, it's right here. I have to kind of zoom it in. Yeah, yeah. He, he, that Jason Aaron guy did the Thor run. The Jane... Well, because a lot of times they mean they're on the inside. Who does the variant covers? I see his. Uh, I see it. Uh, the signature here. I just haven't seen it. Oh. Right. Well, that's very cool. Yeah, that was a cool gift. So I think I got some other cool stuff. Got a nice bottle of bourbon or two and or uh, five. <laughs> I think it's only three. You had a good good amount on that table there. I can't find this lady anywhere. Do a Google scan. Or Google image of her. You got a, you got that on that fancy machine? Any ideas? Search by image. Uh, R-E-N-A-U-D. Renaud. That's how I see that. Yeah. So, I don't know. So, what would you... Would, would, would that... So if this guy ever showed up to Comic Con and we can get his autograph, would that be something that would add to or take away from the the thing? Like it would add. I mean, it would add to the grading. The it wouldn't add to the grading because the issue is that you'd have to take it out and then have him sign it. I don't yeah. think it would because the grade is more so just the book uh, itself. Paul Renard, Could maybe. Be. Yeah. I mean, are these even made that you can open them once they're sealed? They're not supposed to be. Yeah. Well, a lot of times they're there at Comic-Con. Yeah, and they're so there every year. Yeah, you could go to them, have them open that, go get it signed, and then have them... Reseal it. Have them revalue it and then seal it, yeah. Yeah, Paul Renard, French comic book artist. Kind of looks like his work. Let me see. Uh, anyway, so what else did you end up with? Bottle of Ocean's, uh, Jefferson's Ocean. Another mm-hmm. bottle. Uh, uh, Terry got me a shirt. I don't think my son has got me anything yet. Got you his love. Yeah, yeah. He did. He he came up and helped and did a lot of good stuff. He he called me about several things. He's like, "Do you have this? Do you have that?" He's a cover artist for many Star Wars series. What is that one called? Uh, Star Wars. 
<laughs> oh, okay. I mean, I, I, do you see anything else? No, it's, yeah. Oh, okay, so here. It It's that issue that that's a... Uh, that's the original. Ba- yeah. yeah, that's the original, so that's... Yeah, Star Wars 1. Yeah, you've got the variant. Hot uh, Topic his. variant. Mm-hmm. With the Savage Hulk on the back. Let's see, John Ca- Cassidy... Cassidy did one, uh, Joe Casada, Alex Ross did one, Scotty Young, Lucasfilm. Nice. It's a big thing because that was the first book they did once Disney acquired them. Very cool. Yeah. Ooh. All right. All right. <laughs> yeah, I was told we had to wait till the day. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, we were going to do it on Monday last week. Who did that? And me. I had my youngest sister's birthday. You're no good at me. Dude, be careful. I didn't mean to drop it, except I did. Those. Oh, those, wow. You found a good, good those, uh, purpose. Those kitties are, the, are fragile. Found a good uh, purpose for the. Uh, the millions of posters the, the you brought? The yeah. Join the League posters that we brought. Yeah, that's going to be Christmas wrapping paper for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, this, I've recently this discovered. scarily like. A Funko box. All we have is Christmas oh, wrapping Jesus. paper. Oh, Jesus. Nice. That is cool. Just got to tell the audience. Okay, so it's the uh, concept series Funko Pops from Star Wars Celebration this year? Yeah. This is this year? Yeah, yeah. And that that is the con sticker, just FYI. Yeah. That makes it more valuable, especially that, since it didn't really happen. Yeah, that's that's not a a share. An FYE sticker. Yeah, so these are the Ralph McQuarrie concept arts, which I'm yeah a huge yeah. fan of all things Ralph McQuarrie. Really nice quality wrapping paper. Right? You like that? Sick. All right, here we go. The Vader concept. Nice. And a different. That is the Galactic Convention. Galactic Convention. And he has the blue saber. Funkos in my life, you fuckers. I don't know what you're talking about. Yes, the Chewbacca. This is my favorite. One of my favorites. But then that went on to become a character in Rebels. Rebels, right? Yeah. Alright, do you do one? that one? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can probably share. Makes makes sense. These better be the droids I'm looking for. <sighs> Trooper. Nope. Boba Fett. Yes. Even better. Boba Fett. Concept Boba Fett is so bad. Alright, so you have a completed series. I have a completed series, so I don't have to do it myself. <laughs> all right. Uh, I haven't looked on the back yet, so that's cool. Yeah, so you have all of those. Nice. Um, of course. Rumor mill. 
the day after we do this, yeah, the rumor reel starts that they're going to be doing more of the concept series. Well, <laughs> and I'm course. just like, you bastards! <laughs> they're never not going to do more. So yeah, and then this guy's just kind of a bonus. The 12-inch 40th Empire Strikes Back Galactic Convention Stormtrooper. That is pretty cool. Well, and I'm the thinking thing this it is, might be something that comes out of the box. Yeah, because anyway. that's a bobblehead. Yeah, that needs to sit out. Right? This is a bobblehead. They should all be bobblehead. Yeah, Star Wars. Yeah, also, yeah bobblehead it says they're all in there, right there. So. Uh, but you got him because that completes the this set, the series, the Galactic Convention series. Uh, yeah. So two, so two of them were from Star Wars Celebration, two from the Galactic Convention. Which is, I think, once they decided that Star Wars Celebration was going to happen, they changed it to Galactic Convention. Yeah. Okay. So. Anyway, you can participate from everywhere. Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Um. I know you didn't want to be sucked into it, but uh, I had a hard time resisting, yeah. especially since there was only going to be four. those four. <laughs> what harm could it really do? Fucking Funko. Damn it. So, anyway, happy birthday. Thank and you actually, guys. I think that that tenant or that the stormtrooper, it looked pretty baller, like in your office or something. I think, yeah, I box. think he needs to come out of the box. So that's my feeling on that one. Nope. So did you give these Boo. out instead of candy? Oh, oh we ended up doing both. Okay. I got a Woody. Oh, we were opening up <sighs> these Pixar things. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> we're, uh, we're a family show. Uh I've got some merchandise news as well. Uh-oh. Yeah. I uh, finally completed the Harry Potter minifig lineup. Nice. I needed Ron and Hermione, and they were the both the like the most basic bitch like figure <laughs> to like try <laughs> to feel out. out. Yeah. So it took me three separate trips to the same Target. And I finally got them in like the last like twenty minutes that I was sitting there. Aaron was like, "Just go!" Like as soon as we got there, <laughs> and I like ran over there and I was like, "All right, I gotta get them." And I got them. It with... sounds like a mom turning the kid loose to the toy department. Oh, right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, All I'll right, go get yeah. groceries. I'll be back. Just stay over in that area, because then I left and I was like, "What's your 20? And she's like, "I'm in the Lego aisle." Damn it! <laughs> Where do you think I am? Uh, so yeah, so I did complete the entire run. I only had. Two uh, repeats. One was because Aaron rushed me. The other one was because I forgot I already had him. Well, I thought they weren't allowing the, the, the bags to be felt out during COVID. I had a gang of Target employees just watching me. <laughs> uh, and they didn't say you anything. Did, you didn't have any gloves on or anything? I didn't. Nope. I was just like, nope. Uh, but yeah. And so some of them... Uh, became very difficult because they started packaging them in separate bags inside the bag. Yes. Yeah, so if the what what do you determine that 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 triggers that? Is it that there's a cape or something? It was like everything the... but the cape and the broom were inside the bag. 
Yeah, the, the ones that have the separate poly bag inside yeah, the packaging. It, I noticed it with the uh, DC line uh, where they were putting them in a separate um, clear bag. Yeah. It was a real bitch. I'm, I'm Thankfully, curious. he had the broom, and that was easy to fill. I'm curious as to why they were doing that, but I think yeah, it just it has to do with the it fact It wasn't that they an didn't. all or none. It was, it, yeah. or it was some. He is the only one with uh, cloth. That makes sense, though. So. Yeah. Cool. All righty. Well, that is going to wrap it up for us. I think so. Uh, episode 141. If you want to, follow us on Facebook. Just search for Nerdspeak. And on Instagram and Twitter, you can follow us by going to Nerdspeak underscore. You hear your puppy dog snoring. Yep. And... <laughs> Ted, if they wanted to subscribe to our wonderful podcast and leave us a review, where could they do so things? iTunes, bitches. Brian, if they wanted to help uh, fund the podcast, how could they do that for us? Hit us up at patreon.com forward slash nerdspeak. There you can uh, support us in many different ways. You could even just give us a share on social media when we post our episodes. Yep, tell a friend. Let the world know you love our podcast. I'm glad we're back together. I think it's somewhat a better dynamic. Yeah. Than remotely. Just feel it in the room. Yeah. <laughs> Go vote tomorrow, people. Go vote. Oh, yeah. Vote. We're recording on Monday the second. So I don't care who you vote who for. If we get yeah. To vote. Who knows I don't if we get care. To record next Just week. go vote. Yeah. Did you see the pictures of downtown? No. They're boarding shit up. Yeah, they're they're anticipating oh, massive really? rioting and looting. Yeah. There's I got friends of mine that have shops in in Washington are already like have additional security cameras outside. They're boarding shit up. I mean yeah. And I, we may not even know tomorrow night. No. No, that's the other thing. I think it's going like, to be a I, while before we know. What I said to Brandy is like, I hope it's such a fucking landslide that there's no discussion for any bull crap. Yeah. Well, and it's like, that's all I saw today was like how both of them were not going to like give up. Like no. it was going to be a contested battle. No matter no what, matter what. they're going to spend just, more of our money arguing uh, over all these votes that aren't counted yet, but, or we're miscounted or we're Jesus. At the end of the day, we're all nerds. Yep. Just go vote. I don't care. Like I was saying, don't care who you vote for. Just exercise your freedom. Yep. Not everybody's got it, and not everybody not everybody's here to do it. I'm about ready to throw my hat in the ring here soon, do just it. so that I can push my way through and create a law that allows for a redo box on our <laughs> ballot that says if that's the majority, they need to go back and get us two new fuckers that we want. <laughs> yeah. Stop. Because quit giving us this bullshit. <laughs> Money grubbing, lame ass old white. Lame ass. Stop electing old white people. Ban, <laughs> if you want to see change, ban the lobby. Kill the parties. It's a machine. Let's let's have a country that runs a lot better and without the glut of financial mismanagement that we have right now. Oh. Good luck with that. <laughs> Go back and we could be the most more. powerful country in the world if we didn't spend all our goddamn money on bullshit. <laughs> now Reset on. button. You heard it here first, Nerd Nation. All right, be safe out there, and we'll talk to you next week. <laughs>